welcome to another episode of the Spooky Roundtable. And I am so honored to have probably the cutest, most adorable, adorkable, adorkable, we're going to market that word, adorkable person to join us at the table today. Again, it's the imaginary table. Work with me here. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But we have Salem Sinner. Salem underscore Sinner, if you want to be. Oh my God, let's get official with the naming here. (laughs) Now, to give context, if you're like, well, wait a minute, it's not ringing a bell. Sometimes you need a visual aesthetic. So I will say that if you have TikTok, this is somebody who you might know as N- Natasha. It's Natasha, right? It's, it's Natasha. It's yes. Natasha. It's Natasha. She comes out sometimes, too. And then we have the infamous dad jokes. But more importantly, we have Sassy Bucks. That's right. That sassy Starbucks cunt. I <laughs> You know what I mean? Like we've all we've all experienced that sassy barista, no matter what coffee place we've been to. But you make it look so good and it's adorable. And more importantly, <laughs> the queen of the pew pews. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Salem Center with over two at the time when I did write this down, it probably went up drastically. Two hundred and twenty one thousand followers on TikTok. I think currently you're in like the what, like the five million like mark right now? Uh it's sitting at let me just take a little peeker here on the TikToker <laughs> here. I didn't fact check this episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm at five hundred and twenty five thousand followers and five thousand or five million point three million like. Wait, yeah, five Whoa, what are words? <laughs> 5.3 million likes. <laughs> That's insane. That isn't like this. I just wrote these notes down like less than 48 hours ago, and you're already up like 4,000. Math, math is hard, you know, five, four. No, math know. is hard for most people, as myself. And also, I like, I started a, a hashtag for myself when I started as well. Which was what? Uh, Salem Natasha, and it's at over 32 million views. Jesus. Right? Like, when I first started TikTok, I didn't think it would explode to this magnitude, which is I'm super grateful for. When I first started it, I just wanted some exposure and something to do. I just didn't know what I was going to do. I was going to say, I could have sworn when you started it, it was for shits and giggles. Now, before we get into all of it, me and Salem have history together. So. Yeah, so we've known each other for, by the way, it's almost seven fucking years. Right? Like, how did that go by so fast? I know. Almost seven years. And then all of a sudden, it's like, I'm friends with a TikTok star. I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, And life just went up, down, and around. And we're like, and here we are. Yeah. It's uh, it's insane. It's insane. Um, I, I think, obviously, this is the first episode that we're doing together that we don't have a video. But I know at some point, I do want to do video because I feel like... Oh, 100%. Yeah, like you shine on camera. And I've been telling you for as long as I've fucking known you, you're a goddamn rock star. So I knew we were going to get to this point. You were my cheerleader from like day one. And it's been pretty rad, right? Like, and that's the thing with like, there's a lot of twatty, cunty people out there. (laughs) So it's when you... When you find some genuines, you know, they rock with you through the whole fucking shitstorm, even when you're not doing it anymore. Rare, the rare birds. They are the rare, rare birds. Rare birds. They really are. They're dodos. They are. <laughs> We're the only... They're extinct, but really, are they? I don't know. I don't mm. know. But before we get into what you're currently known for, I mean, I wish I could show people the split tongues, but you guys are going to have to go to TikTok and figure it out. That is... Right. That is literally just your, I was going to say mantra, but that doesn't make sense. It's just, (laughs) 
<laughs> that is just when I think of you, I think of your split tongue. Like, oh, it's lizard girl again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's lizard girl or snake girl. It's just like, oh my goodness. Ah, <laughs> uh, <Reptilian>. I... <laughs> the <laughs> Natasha, the reptilian. Now we know the truth. Don't fuck with me. We all know what you're currently doing, but let's mm-hmm. get the, the setup for the story of who is Salem. Like we know the we we know the videos, we know the jokes, we know right. all the quirky things, but let's right. if you're if you're down for it, you know, whatever you're comfortable with sharing. Like where did you grow up, for example? Well, I live in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. So I'm a Canadian, uh, born and raised here. Uh I have two brothers. They're awesome. They're both married with kids and doing that whole white picket fence thing now are you the youngest or the oldest i'm the middle child so oh oh so you were troubled from the fucking literally start. You're, okay. too, you're too young to do anything and you're too old to know better and you're just like i'm stuck in this middle of the clusterfuck of what i'm supposed to do and like my parents like i love my whole family but it's like my older brother shined and then it was just like oh my god it's our newborn we don't know what to do with it and then it's me and they're like oh okay well fuck this is like kind of like we'll do this and then and then there was my younger brother and i was like oh fuck (laughs) oh again you were just doomed smack dab in the middle of like i am i am the what is it called again it's the black sheep of the family the middle child usually is the one that ends up being the interesting one of the bunch (laughs) (laughs) the interesting you're very very, so. very interesting we've learned tonight that you have a computer that's ran by dinosaurs it's on it t-rex literally blood it's, it's literally ran by dinosaurs and someone like on a bicycle just like pedaling away just trying to keep the electricity going like that's exactly what my computer is like we're bringing back very 1910s vibes we're just bringing it back old school uh, see, always classy and always classy. always classy keeping it classy keeping it stylish <laughs> It's always funny when you go on live and you end up burping and there's always that one dude in the room that's like, uh, I was attracted, but then that happened. I'm leaving. I know, right? You're like, I don't care. He's like, or there's that one guy that's like, can you do it again, please? And you're like, I don't understand that, but sure, I can, 100%. No, be- no, behind a paywall, bro. Behind a yes, paywall. behind a paywall. That's 100%. It's just like, yeah, you pay me, I'll do it. It's fucking fine. <laughs> So you're talking about how you were the, as I smacked the microphone, uh, you're mentioning that you're the middle child, the weird child, which I feel like the middle kids always end up kind of either getting the brunt of things to the point that they become the creative one or the fucking super goddamn wild one. Oh yeah. I was, I'm both like, I'm super creative and I also was extremely wild. Like I did not like being told what to do, obviously. And I... (laughs) Still don't. I, to, I mean, like, I went to some childhood traumas. I mean, like, that, that's a story told by many people, you know, unfortunately. Right. You know what I mean? So I went through some of that, and then it just turned into more of fuck everything, defiancy, and just wasn't being seen and heard. So I just kind of, like, went to the beat of my own drum on that one. And, I mean, that turned into chaos and then slowly turned into a raging drug addiction when I was, like, turning 17. <laughs> really so but and before that so before you got into your teenage years like what kind of kid were you were you did were you quiet were you loud were i was you... hyper as shit hyper. like go figure okay. right like go figure my mom okay so my grandma's house was about 30 minutes away from where we used to live and mm. my mom would try to bribe me to shut <laughs> the fuck up in the car <laughs> and bribe and you like, how 
just stop. She'd be like, I will buy you McDonald's. Go to Toys R Us. Like, can you just give me like 20 minutes, 10 oh, minutes. Your, your poor mother. Of just like being quiet. Cause I'd be like, mom, 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 what about this? Oh my God. Or I'd be like, like, I just could never sit still. And I just was just so like, ah, boisterous. And it's like, I, here's the thing. Rarely got McDonald's and I rarely got <laughs> any kind of Toys R Us reward because I just couldn't sit still and I couldn't, I just wanted to be seen and heard. I feel like you're kind of like that now, though. You can't sit still. Like, that I is can't. you now. I'm the most fidgety fucking motherfucker, and it's just, I can't. I can't sit still. And I think it's because of ADHD and just yeah. because that's just, I'm a very expressive person. And especially when I'm hyper or excited, it gets more. I'm like, ah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I feel like because we both have, like, ADHD, so we have, like, those those manic, like, mannerisms on top of it like we're just like everything's amplified everything is just extra literally whether it's a happy emotion or a sad emotion it's a fucking amplified emotion the worst thing for ADHD little sidetrack here is when you have like an appointment at like 4 p.m and you get up at like 8 and you're like basically in this time zone freeze where you just really don't do anything right you're like I have an appointment at 4 and you hyper focus on that and then everything else your day's just like gone you're like wait wait a minute I had a whole day I could have done something but I didn't do anything until after my appointment and then I can do something that's why I try to schedule appointments earlier in the day so that I can Mm -hmm. just kind of like go about my day as as normal that's funny that you mentioned that because now with all the neurodivergent stuff because of my whole you know uh, disease bullshit the uh what's funny is that I have a planner that now they the doctors have told me because of how I see things and adapt things I have a planner that I have to like physically every day write down these appointments and stuff because I need a visualization and then I have a very hard time scheduling shit because I have hyper fixations on like okay well this appointment's at this time and that time what am I gonna do in between and then I kind of like yeah and you're like what do I fucking do you're like I could get up and I vacuum or something but is it in my notepad to do that no okay but I should be able to do that and then my problem is if I do that, then I'll forget about the other stuff that I have right. written down. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then when I do have a very like organized day, the next day I feel like I need to just fucking stare at a wall. <laughs> do you end up going? So like, let's say you have an appointment at 10 and an appointment at like 12. Do you end up going to the appointments early? Cause you're like, fuck it. I can't sit still. Cause that's what I do. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to be late. I can't be late for an appointment. I can't yeah, be late. Same. Oh, if I'm late. Oh my God, what happens? And God forbid if I'm late, but not, then I get to the appointment and I always have to wait anyways. <laughs> right. I know. It's like, it doesn't fucking matter. So I end up just sitting outside and just like, all right, for the next half an hour, stick my thumb up my ass. And yeah, I don't know. Exactly. I weird. Know. Our brains work weird. They, they're, they fucking brains weird. Brains are an interesting, brains are just interesting in general. And then you throw in some neurodivergent stuff into it and you're like, Okay. <laughs> So in the the process, so you're a rambunctious child. And then yeah. you mentioned as a teenager that you got into more of the heavy, you know, traumatic side of things. Like what kind of, like what kind of possible like traumas did you have or oh, like. sexual trauma, 100%. Like, and oh, yeah. it, um, uh, I'm not going to get into too much detail about it. No, but no, no. We can a, keep it vague. Yeah. There was an adult figure that was supposed to take care of me that molested me and it turned into one of those situations where again I wasn't seen or heard right and it was like oh you're making this up when in reality I wasn't and the only time that anyone believed me was when my brothers 
came forward too. Really? The same thing to them. And then it was like, oh my goodness. And I'm like, oh, okay. So when I say something's going on or if I need to express my feelings or anything like that, Mm -hmm. it goes unnoticed and it's ignored. And I am making something up and don't be so, don't exaggerate. And you're making a big deal out of nothing. And it's like, but it was something. I've, I know that you and I have trauma bonded and I think that's probably why we've had a long relationship because outside of the bells and whistles, like we tend to, we kind of have the same history of our trauma. Um, yeah, 100%. but it's, I was going to say, I, but I feel like even outside of, of the safe space, which is here at the table, the amount of people, men and women equally of that being almost a normality is so fucked up if you really think about it right like it's just like how is that a, why is that so common it's so unfortunate it is so heartbreaking that it's such a common thing that i hear i that- feel like it's more uncommon to hear people who are not traumatized literally they're like oh i had a great childhood you're like are you just saying you had a great childhood <laughs> you don't want to bring up anything or like yeah. you actually just nothing happened to you oh how what yeah, like, what is that? Healthy? Is that what? Healthy? Yeah, that's like when people actually say they don't have white noise in their head or they don't have background noises in their head. Like, my my head is like, if you go to a busy mall on a Saturday, that white noise of all those conversations, that's my thought process in my head every single day. And there are people out there that literally don't have that. <laughs> they have one thought at a time and they have peace. And you're like, excuse me? Well, that's like I learned that apparently people don't have the internal voice in their head. Like they don't. And I'm like, what? You don't have to do that. I'm literally, I'm like (laughs) a sitcom to my own self in my head. I was just going to say, like, I have like the fucking, like the wonder years conversation of like the, the other version of me doing the narrative. I'm like, literally, I do too. I do that all the time. Like I said in one of my TikToks where I'll like be in the grocery store and I'll literally have a conversation with myself about certain things. And I'll be like, yeah, I know. Like, I don't know. Should I do that? (laughs) I don't know we should get and I'll say we like I we myself all the time like I'm like we should do that and I'm like, then I'll be like wait a minute why am I having why am I <laughs> <we myself?" laughs> it's it's weird how the fucking just the human brain works but I it really I, is I thought I was the only one with that and the white noise thing same hard same I think I have tinnitus though which doesn't help so I just hear oh. buzzing all the fucking time great you're like cool I have this fucking annoying buzzing sound also thanks so much yeah i'm just the list that keeps on fucking growing like with all the issues like it never it never stops it just keeps going (laughs) yeah it keeps going it's never gonna get better that's the best part is like yeah you have this now enjoy (laughs) oh you're like great i'll just go take and suck me up the tailpipe on this one too right it's okay add add it on my fucking tab of the fuckery that is my human body that's cool add it to the tally motherfucker i can have it i can handle it what else do you want to throw at me too jesus let me not even fucking say that shit out loud i'm sure that they're gonna give me a fucking peg leg at some point (laughs) you're like i'm just gonna be like a pirate and i'm just gonna have like a fucking wooden leg thank you so very much this could be a thing i could be an extra on pirates of the caribbean when they eventually give johnny depp 500 million thousand Wait, thousands of millions of dollars thousands of millions of billions <laughs> of trillions <laughs> trillions of all billions of trillions dollars. and billions give it to them all they will That's give him all of the chocolate coins to come and rescue the disney brand now that you know exactly. now that he's fine <laughs> like come on now and you could be an extra in that no problem they'll be like we need someone with an actual like wooden leg and you're like hold my beer 
Yes, we need someone authentic, and then I come stumbling out, just like, like I got this. This was made for me. This role was made for me. Hey, listen, I'll take what I can get. Then again, and then you'll have you know the the the, the bitches who want that clout so bad they'll be chopping their legs off, get going to Home Depot and right? putting a, a plywood in their stump. You're like, oh my god, I gotta do this because I need to do this, or just like people who I just don't just the amputation, man. I just. <laughs> Just keep your keep your limbs if you need if you don't need to remove them. Just keep, keep them. your limbs. We're not making fun of people without limbs. We're just saying No, we're not exactly the, the weird things people probably will do for clout, which is it's, uh, there's so much <laughs> things that people do nowadays for views. And it's like we all live off of this this system of like if we don't get enough views on our, our fucking pages that like diminishes who we are as a person now and it's just like oh my goodness and people are going to some extent to like to get those i know well you're kind of the perfect guinea pig to kind of gauge that question like i know that we're kind of fast forwarding a little bit but on days that you feel like you don't have a lot of activity is there any sense of like internal panic of like oh Oh my god yeah they're 100 i um it, it hasn't happened for a long time but um when I first started, I was excited when I got like 4,000 views and then like all of a sudden it blasted and I just went viral one day and one of my videos got 2.3 million views and I was like, oh my God. And then there's this sense of panic of like, how do I now calibrate what people want to what is this? And then I would post things and it wouldn't do very good. And then I delete it right away. And I'm like, wait, and then I was told you're not supposed to do that. And it's just, now Mm -hmm. I just try not to give a fuck about it because at the end of the day as long as like even one person's seen it or one person's commented it's 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 doing its job but it definitely if I'm having a shitty day I'm not posting I'm not going to try to post I'm not even going to look at my TikTok right because those are the days that like that kind of stuff can kind of get into your head and it messes with you. And you're like, wait, why am I valuing myself with the number of likes or views or comments mm-hmm. of complete strangers? No, that's that's a really good point. And it's kind of interesting how you look at it. And I definitely want to break down the more of the TikTok side of it. Um, now, I know that we know when you got into TikTok, um, you did have a career before that. You were yeah, content- I did. You were content creating, so you've been basically born to do this. It's just this is on a different wavelength now, obviously. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was creating some content, but it was um, some content that you definitely wouldn't put on a TikTok platform. <laughs> right. So, like, we don't have to get into the specifics of whatever, but um, I know that that is part of your story and how yeah, you got 100%. there. Yeah, 100%. Like, I, like, um, I, I, that's the thing. I've worked pretty much my entire teenage life oh my god now i have to think about this <laughs> like what the fuck was it it was just something silly it was babysitting it was okay babysitting. that was my first job it was babysitting and that's like oh my god i'm making money i can do things with my money and mm-hmm. then it kind of just like went from that and i've always had just like normal average jobs and it then just mostly kind of like correlated into labor jobs which i like doing Right. And then my last job before I got into um, content creating, <laughs> <laughs> adult content creating, was I worked at a machine shop and I was uh, 
I was in charge of one of the biggest lathes in the shop, which is like this giant ass machine that you put pieces of like, why can't I talk right now? Like pieces of uh, equipment for the oil industry and whatever the company wanted for like a finish on it or like what kind of like how far down it would be grinded. That was my job. And like my arm sometimes would be this far away. Like people can't see because obviously there's no no video, but like- For the record, it is about an inch away. I'm helping. It is an inch away. She's showing ladies and gentlemen. It's an inch away from the- from the lathe and like honestly it in its hand you have to use your hands to polish with this like metal rod strips of it to polish it down and like that was my job before anything and then when the oil industry crashed back in way back in 2016 (laughs) back in that time frame uh yeah it crashed and like my boss tried to keep me on as long as possible but Mm -hmm. you know at the end of the day he was like they love me (laughs) Right. So with that, and, that, and I had a couple jobs in between that, but nothing was paying the bills, and it was everybody was looking for work at that point. So right. I was also like, "What the fuck am I going to do? I feel I have a mortgage. Like I need to pay my mortgage." And then uh, I had a friend suggest to me webcamming, and I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> that's so crazy. And then, uh, yeah, and then that kind of peaked that, and uh, that's where I went into that crazy lifestyle of like webcamming so i have to ask it's a sidebar but when you were working at the machinery type job you are a beautiful woman what the fuck like i can't imagine you doing a civvy job not not in terms of skill i'm talking in terms of like this is the funny story so i when i went to like apply like i applied online obviously and uh so i got a call for an interview so I'm sitting in the office and my old boss comes out and he's like, Salem? I'm like, right here. Like, I'm, there's no one else sitting behind. There's just me on the couch. So I don't know who else you <laughs> would think would be needing to be called. And I was right. like, yeah, right here. <laughs> and he's like, uh, I say, what? Like, what? what is that? And he's like, uh, you're not the type of, I'm like, I'm not the type of what? And he's like, person, I'm like, to work? <laughs> and he's like, anyways, come with me. So he's like showing me around the shop. And these motherfuckers thought for, for sure I wasn't going to laugh. So they stuck me in the back. Really? Sandblasting these things called plungers. And these they're like 60 pounds each. And there was like 100 of them. And they're like, you can do this job. And I was like, cool. So, and so I literally busted through that like midweek. And usually it takes people a week to do them. And I was like, you guys, I know what you're doing. I'm a Leo, I'm stubborn, and I'm a workhorse. (laughs) Like, you're going to try to, like, make it seem like I can't do this job? Bitch, hold my beer. Good for (laughs) you, dude. Good for you. Yeah, and they're like, wow, you actually know what you're doing. I'm like, I I have experience for a reason in labor jobs, and I can do this kind of stuff, man. Hell yes. And so, yeah, and then I got promoted to being on the, the big lays working at that place and it was awesome i just imagine like rosie the riveter and that's just you just like, like yeah i was like huh <laughs> it was awesome man like moving around things driving the crane like it was cool like moving the pipes around like some of those pieces of equipment were like fucking almost a thousand pounds like you're like what the hell we love us a universal woman and that I, I can i can do pretty something. much i literally can do anything <laughs> I and mean, minor heart surgery, maybe not so much, but I mean, like, I could give it a try. 
Give it time. We'll play. We'll play Operation. We'll see right? how it like, goes. I'm not guaranteeing if you're going to uh, survive, to survive, and or be able to see or function after. But I can give it a go. Ah, uh, it's crazy. That's that's you see. You're just interesting in general. Like you really are an interesting personality, and not even just from the entertainment perspective, but you really are. Like you're a fucking wild card, dude. Literally, I've been through a lot of shit. <laughs> I know, I know. I've been through some ups and downs, and I've done some ups and downs, and I've definitely been a fucking shit-ass human being at times, too, when I was younger. I can definitely attest to that. I think we all have. I think that's part of the evolution of figuring out where you go wrong and what you do to make it better. And you, you have grown so much, even in the last, like, six, seven years. It's insane. Oh, for sure. Me, in 2016, and I was thinking about it today, too, and I was like kind of piling in my notes process of what I was going to say today. Right. Like when I got into webcamming in 2016, I also didn't realize because I wasn't in an aware state of mind as I am even now. So 2015 is when I was able to finally break free away from what is the most abusive and toxic relationship I have ever been in. Like Mm -hmm. this guy tried to kill me numerous of times, like held knives to my neck, like sexually molested me like it was just it was torturous right and I was finally able to break free from him and my mind instead of like healing needed distraction and so then like I'm working and then lose my job and then I'm instead of internalizing and healing I rush into another relationship and then I get into webcamming and I'm like this is like a perfect distraction of not having to even deal with anything in reality because I have all of this like false attention and like ego boosting self people on the internet. So then it it just kind of spiraled me into this like different headspace of like not so much ego, but just like non-self-awareness. And it was just, it was the money's great. Don't get me wrong. But then I started getting to the point where it's just like, I felt numb. Well, I was going to say the other unfortunate part of camming is the desensitizing that does come with it. Yeah. And it's not even like desensitizing about like your physical body, but it, well, it is, it's just like everything you're bought. You're selling yeah. your soul essentially. And it's, this is my experience. So like, so if people are listening, this is not something, this is a based on everybody's experience, but for me, realizing now where I am in a point in life like it was definitely I sold my soul a little bit there a little bit there you use the same verbiage that I have used that's the same way that I had put because even whether you are a sex worker or whether you're on twitch whatever the streaming is there you are selling your soul because you're you're putting on a performance and people don't get that. Like you're putting yeah. on a version of yourself, which is much more polished and put together of like, Hey yeah. guys, I, you know, so you're, you're, you're putting on a yeah. fucking sh- Right. Life is wonderful. Watch oh my me. God, my alter <laughs> ego comes out. And then when you come off of it, it's just yes. like so exhausting that you don't even realize that you've just drained whatever energy that you had and like me coming out of an abusive relationship, I was already a abu- like drained and like mentally and just physically drained. And then I just like bump into this kind of career and it just like, just exhausted me. And then obviously the relationships that I would get back into mm-hmm. would be just a um, different version of 
that abusive relationship. Right. So really, it's a, like, it's a, a continuous pattern. A continuous pattern because I just, you know, wasn't wanting to or strong enough to change. You know what I mean? It was just like same routine, same thing, but then no, and then wondering why things weren't changing and yeah. wondering why I wasn't getting better. And then OnlyFans happened. <laughs> OnlyFans, the evolution of OnlyFans. As soon as OF popped out, everyone and their mother ended up on, like li- literally everyone and their mother ended everyone, up on Everyone OF. and their mother and their brother and their sister and all of that kind of stuff. They're like, woo! Yeah. You know, and I, I, I added it, obviously, because I'm like, okay, well, shits and giggles and just like passive income, you know, what the heck not. But I will say that like, OnlyFans was like the helping stone of being able to get off of camming. Cause if, right. if it wasn't for OnlyFans, I'd still be having to cam right now. Or like that would have just been my story up until like, I haven't cammed for, I would say almost a year now. Wow. Get the fuck out. I didn't know that. Yeah. And like the only time, and the thing is though, the times that I did go on, I, I went on sporadically. It was just like a couple times just to see if I'd like, let's make some extra money. And I remember being like, I made some, and that's the thing, like I made good money, but I was just like, absolutely not. I do not want to do this. The way that I felt before having to go on cam, the anxiety of getting ready, having Mm -hmm. to fucking do that, having to entertain and keep up with like the room. And it was just like, I'm really good at it. Like I'm great at my job. I know what I'm doing. I'm a great entertainer. But like at the end of the day, it just, my internal peace, it is way more worthy to me than it was before. So there is a crash and burn to it is so hard. Yeah. And and that's like so I, I know we're not we're not gonna speak for everybody else, but like we tend we both kind of have the same experience in whatever genre, what the yeah. you know, I'm generalizing that term, but um there is a crash and burn, which is why it's like it, we always talk about how it's a good jump start. It's a jump start. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a jumpstart. It's definitely a temporary position for some people. Some people are, it's career driven and it's, they're amazing. They're amazing at it and they're business savvy with that aspect. And it's like, that's them. That's awesome. For me, it was, def- it was definitely just meant to be temporary. Yeah. I, I'm envious of the people who have that type of drive. Like even there's people that I see on Twitch that they are so like enveloped in it to the point that their homes are set up immaculately. Like, oh, I know. Oh, dude. Like I forgot her name. It's like BB Jess or something. Yes. Uh, like, she got like this crazy dude. ass. Like, it, it's so sick. I'm like, yo, I respect that. But also in my head, I'm like, there's so much anxiety that I in know. my process, I'm like, how do you think to do all this stuff? Oh my God, you have so much of this. Oh my- it's amazing. But for me, I'm like, I do not have that. <laughs> now I get overwhelmed watching her because it's like, oh my God, I know that she's going to get other opportunities, branding, things like that. Like she's, yeah. she, like that's her bread and butter. I'm, I'm so happy to see somebody by the way kill it like watching a woman kill it in a in a universal streaming format i'm like yes bitch fucking 100 it's like fucking sick but it's like dot 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 and then the other part of me is like are you i are are you drinking enough water are you sleeping are you are Are you are you okay right like in my head i'm like are you okay but i'm like no 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 not like are you okay like i'm in a comment in the comment section like offline turn the wife off are you really okay are you really okay that's the thing though like the days that i was camming like there'd be days and weeks that i would do like 16 hour days just because i was like oh my I, gosh i want to make money and i made sick money but i barely ate 
I barely drank water. You know, I was drained. I was just like, I'd wake up and have to fucking do you do it again. And I'm just like, you get into such a repetition. Right. And then everything else kind of falls apart. And you're just like so blind to the fact that like your other parts of your car aren't working. That's like when you see the check engine light come on and you're like, I'm just going to fucking ignore this. And then your body's just like, I'm going to burn you out and your tires are going to explode. <laughs> I know I get it. And everyone's journey is different. And it's just really interesting that I feel like that sort of vibe that you have is, I, I feel like I've heard that more once a lot of girls transitioned out of camming, like everyone tend to kind of share the same, like, Oh, you too. And like, everyone kind of gets it afterwards. Exactly. Like the ones that are like the retired ones that are like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel oh, yeah, totally. burnout too. <laughs> I got the burnout in 07. <laughs> right? <laughs> Everyone got the burnout. Everyone got scars. Like, yeah, you remember that year? <laughs> you walk by and see that fucking XOXO paddle in the window of a sex door. And you're like, ah, PTSD. <laughs> Dude, the, not even like if you drop, like, you know how fucking my free cams has like their fucking, like their, their token noise. Imagine yes! like you just walking by and you hear it and the shell shock hits you. Oh you know? God, you're like, ah, ah. Anything that would like remotely sound like that token sound, you're like, oh my God. And I would hear that sound in my sleep. I, I was just going to say that. I literally would go to bed and I would hear that. And I'm like, get out of my fucking head. <laughs> Going to oh bed thinking God. and dreaming about token noises. Oh my Lord. Imagine just going through life and like, you just hear like that noise and you're immediate response is like thanks for the subscription oh thank God, you no. No, thank you yeah like, oh my God, thank you so much oh my God, thank you thank you oh my god we got three months subscription oh wait that's nothing and it's like the over like gratitude too that everybody we've all done it where it's like oh my god and it's like when they tip you even what was the minimum i think it was like their tips were what 10 cents i think what it was, was like it? five cents it was a nickel it was a <laughs> back in a wooden nickel. <laughs> like the sheer fact that, like, <laughs> if it equated to a fucking nickel, so a it nickel, always motherfucker a nick. This is where the th- people don't understand, like yeah. the hustle and bustle to this shit. Like it may seem like a nickel, but that shit adds up. <laughs> but still. But it was like the over exaggeration of like, thank you. This fact of like, you just yeah. have a nickel, and people be like, oh my god, thank you, thank you. How many times do you have to fucking say thank you for a nickel? I know, I know. Well, it, it, that's where it turns into now. The generation is we live in the generation that you don't have to pay, and everything is right? kind of accessible. But back then, and I hate to be like back then, like grandma. Back but then, really th- back in our day, <laughs> it's true. Like if you think before, before our generation, our creepy ass fathers were going to the fucking video store to go in the room with the beaded fucking shit hanging down. Dude, I have been in one- <laughs> girl. I literally went into one of those fucking glory hole rooms one time and i was like dude like let me sidetrack for just a second this conversation so like me and my ex this was like way years ago it was on my birthday we're coming back from the strip club and we drive past the sex store and i'm like that's that that has a place i know there's a place in there that it's one of those places and he's like what i'm like park we're going and he's like okay so we go into the sex store that literally of course you did 
it's a cover for the fact of like it's just a freaking glory hole like central area like the sex toys on the shelves are from like the 80s and covered in like an inch of dust and you're like no oh, one's buying God. this shit like okay and then you see the beaded fucking goddamn fucking curtain and you're like what is that what's back there and you've got like the vanity light bulbs and one's blinking and i'm not even joking you and i'm like what's back there and he's like you need tokens i'm like give me tokens me and my my, i know tokens it's tokens everywhere me and my ex we go through the beaded fucking curtains that i was just like "Eh, i'm not touching these and like (laughs) as soon as you go back there everything is just black and just grimy and the floor is like wet and i'm like i don't know what liquid's on the floor there is that is that water or is that just why is it sticky it's like a theater in here so there's also a lounge area where you can watch the, the current events. I'm like, so you can watch TV. Okay. You can watch the news. That's great. I mean, like, why not? And then there's these rooms and I'm like, what is in those rooms? So we like kind of kick open one of the doors and it's literally just porn playing in there and there's plastic seats and plastic we're stick seats. They're plastic seats. Cause you gotta be able to rinse that baby shit off. Oh and my I- God. With a fucking squeegee. Oh, literally. And I'm like looking around the room and then I glance to the wall and then there they are. And there's two different holes, two different heights. So I'm like, at least they're equating for the short people. That's awesome. Bro, no. And I was like, oh, this is a glory. I was, I was instantly like, we need to leave. And as we're leaving, there's a guy peeking through one of the doors that was adjacent to ours. And I was like, oh my Lord. And then there's a guy by the sink who God knows was not washing his hands. Like, <laughs> How that's your concern, by the way. That was your concern. Not right? Like, you're not washing your... You need to be clean at least. Wash your fucking hands. <laughs> and I beelined out of there. And the guy at the front was like, I knew you weren't going to laugh back there. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck did we just go? And I, we, like, ran into the car. And I was like, okay. This that, is, that was... I mean, this checked is, off, that no. just checked off my bucket list, man. This is not how I wanted to hear about the new Wizard of Oz movie because that's what that shit kind of sounds like. Like you, right? You're like, oh my lord, there's no place like that road. (laughs) Fuck that road. Let me tell you. Mm, Oh (laughs) lord, the fucking plastic seats. Like I'm like, who's cleaning that? Like yeah, like who's the one? Like is there a guy up front or do you got do you hire a guy? You're like. Do you hire a guy that cleans like sex rooms? I don't know. I never asked. That, those are questions that now are just going to be forever thought processes. And, I have no idea. And you know that they're not paying that dude much of anything, which is terrible. It's just like biohazard waste at that point. Oh. And you can <laughs> go in there with one of those hazmat suits and you're just like, I'm so fucking grossed out. <laughs> yeah, trust me. It was one of those interesting experiences. I was like, wow, this is disgusting. Who actually goes into these rooms to actually stick their... And here's the thing. Who willingly sticks their dicks through one of these holes to give trust to the stranger in the next hole? Who could have just chopped it? Like, you know what I mean? Gave many, that shit. many fucking people. Like, oh, you I and, know. You I and I know. both know that. <laughs> 100 fucking percent. And I'm like, yo, that's a very trustworthy game to be sticking your willy in that hole. I don't know, man. Glory holes are a whole other fucking level of. They're not yeah, so glory when you see them in person. Not well, no. Well, that's why there's a fucking wall in between it. Like you don't want to see you know, like my, Bertha. My thought process too is like, are you just like up against the wall? Like, because there were no handles, so are you just kind of like, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're. How is that fucking comfortable? Like you have to be real pressed up on there. 
you know what? I don't, I don't want to ever find out. I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know any, like, that's the thing. Like I, I want to know, but I don't want to know. <laughs> we'll, we'll just put that on our bucket list. If someone can just let us know without us investing, actually exactly. having to find like, out. So do you have like, is there a stance that you stand in? Is there a way that you put <laughs> one leg back or is there the way that you kind of tuck your tailbone under? I just, it's one of those things, you know? Like what is the comfortable pose for yeah, this what interaction? What comfortable like namaste pose are we doing <laughs> for the glory hole? <laughs> Oh Not my downward God. dog, that's for sure. Is that's gonna pose? That's gonna be a new yoga pose. That's gonna be a new one. It's gonna be hole. the glory <laughs> hole. <laughs> and you have to like spread, like spread your arms, Literally, spread your legs. Let the breath into your wrinkles. <laughs> <sighs> Listen, whatever works, man. Whatever works. Literally, honestly, whatever floats your boat. It, it, it's not my boat I'm going to be rocking in. That's I'll, I'll be sure. on a floaty and I'll be in the ocean and tread water. It's not the boat I'm in. But whatever boat you want to be in. <laughs> so going from this chaotic yes, world. back to the fucking conversation. Going back to the, to the chaos. I mean, the genre of the chaos, which is tied into sex work. Not saying that that was your work, but saying, you know, no. the, the format is shit. So then you had that opportunity. You did that. And then you joined TikTok one day. How yeah. how did you even start? So um, my buddy Donnie actually um, was for, for months. He's like, you need to do TikTok. You need to do TikTok. And I was like, no, no, I fucking, that's stupid. I, I'm not. And he's like, I swear to God, you need to get on TikTok. You dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love you, but get on TikTok. It's going to help you. Because it was for my, technically when I started TikTok, it was to get more traffic for my OnlyFans. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, I needed a place and an outlet for that. And then, so I was like, all right, fine. And my first video was just like to do, it was my tongue. It was my split tongue. And I was doing like some sort of like sound over video. Okay. And I was doing it. And that's the one that got like 4,000 views. And I was like, oh my God, I got 4,000 views. This is crazy. And he's like, that's amazing. And then I think my next video was like that creepy ghouly hand on my wall. It was like that demon hand. I don't even demon. remember that. Oh, yeah. So like, oh, my God, how many side stories are there? So me and Bella, my dog, <clears throat> we're chilling in my bedroom and my door just starts moving. And I'm like, OK, so it's obviously the furnace or maybe like the windows are open. You know, you're, you're trying to make some sort of excuse for why your fucking door is going like. And it's yeah. not even just like nor like a small little it's moving. And I'm like, the furnace isn't on and my windows are shut and my front door is shut. And I was like, and then Bella starts looking around the room and I'm like, okay. Like something's <laughs> going on. All right. Something's here. And I'm like, just don't bug me. Like, I don't care if you want to chill out here and you want to do your thing. You want to just, just don't be, don't be a poltergeist. Okay. Right. I don't, need to, I don't need to deal with that. And so then the next day I'm in my room and I look over to the wall and there's this little fucking creepy demon hand. And I'm like, excuse what? So I put my hand up to it as reference and it was like this big compared to my hand. And it was like these weird long little fingers. And it was like, what it, the fuck? Yeah, and I was like, okay. <laughs> so that was my next TikTok. And then it kind of just went from there. I, uh, I definitely did the thirst trap videos for a while. And right. uh, unfortunately, because of the uh, guidelines, you know, some people can do it. Some people cannot. And some of my videos got taken down and I was way at the beginning of my TikTok career had a risk of losing my account. And I was like, that's it. 
I'm not okay. doing this anymore. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm going to still wear something appropriate, but I'm also going to, you know, figure out something other than just doing the like sexy TikTok thing. And plus it wasn't me. I, I wasn't having fun doing it. I was just like, well, I'll just do this for, you know, revenue for my OnlyFans. But then I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm going to just start being silly. <laughs> Right, which, by the way, is not an act. Like I like to exactly. I'm like, I'm just gonna be myself. <laughs> I'm just gonna be myself and see how it it goes. And we're just gonna fucking go rogue. We're gonna go in blind. We're going. And it was just like, as soon as I did my dad joke videos and I threw in the pew pew, like it was game over from there in a good way. Well, uh, that's what I was gonna ask you next. Was what videos came first for you? Was it the dad jokes, Natasha, the sassy bugs, like? Dad so like that, it was the dad jokes that really did it. Yeah, it was the uh, hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> and then it was, it was like I'm just gonna do my fucking silly self and do dad jokes and story times of uh, it would be like nostalgia per- videos or like when you were when you grew up in the '80s that kind of things and then it just kind of spiraled from there and I was like oh I'm gonna find my niche on this this is awesome I could just be myself. And the second I didn't do the pew, pew, pew in a video, I got, like, reprimanded for it. <laughs> but in, like, a funny really? way. People would be like, excuse me, where's the pew, pew, pew? <laughs> and they're like, is this the pew, pew, pew girl? And I'm like, yeah, this is me. And they're like, well, where's the pew, pew, pew? <laughs> I'm like, not all videos can have it. And they're like, it has to. <laughs> Where did the pew, pew come from? Well, I've been, I've been, I've been pew pewing for years. Well, you have, so here's the thing. Like, I know, uh, like, you've been kind of doing that for as long as I've known you. Yeah. But you, not to the level of commitment now, obviously. No, like, definitely before I'd be like, pew, pew, like, it's just a, it's a tick noise. It's like, it's like a fucking verbal tick noise for me. And I'm just right. like, I <laughs> fucking did it one time. I was like, hey guys, pew pew. And I did it so just like, you know, cause I was nervous. And then they're like, oh my God, that's adorable. And I was like, oh, okay. So I'm like, when I do things like that, it's adorable. And it's like, that's just me. It's just me. So I can actually just be me. So then I'd be like, pew, added that uh, extra, like, because, you know, it has a little bit more je ne sais quoi to it. Yes, have a little <laughs> extra laser beam pew, pew, pew in there. So, but yeah, it was one of those things that just kind of like, all right, I'll fucking add this little, it's my signature now. Well, yeah. yeah, I was going to say it's your signature. Like now it is expected in every video. It's expected. Like right? even the day, whenever that day will come. And I hope it's hundreds of years from now. The day that you're dying, you're going to be expected to. <laughs> <laughs> I have something to say. And like, you're like grandkids. If you were to have them or something, it's like, oh my God, granny has something to say. Be like the meaning of life is. <laughs> That is the epic fucking way to go. It's gonna be like, wait a minute. Like, oh my god, the meaning of life is this? Is it like, oh fuck? Wait a minute, Grandma, where's the will? Fuck! Yeah, exactly. It's like, exactly. You'll never know what the will is, but you'll know where the pew 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 came from. So to take it to a to a, a weird place. Oh, by the way, nobody can can see Bella, but her dog is currently headbutting. Nutball. What is Bella doing? She's digging a hole in, well, because I'm not paying attention to her, she does this. The drama. The drama between you Literally, what other dog would I have than a drama, like a dramatic dog? She's being so dramatic right now. She's being, it's like 
any, she's a pity. So if any pity owners out there realize or know when, well, not realize, but when their dog acts like this, they want attention. What are you doing? Or any dogs in general. But I find like, like pit bulls especially have this little extra sass to them. Right. <laughs> when they're not getting attention. And you're like, okay, can you stop? Like I literally <laughs> pay attention to you 99% of the time. <laughs> Well, she is adorable, and she is spread out right now and expecting rubs. Yeah, because she's like, oh, you're on a call? Oh, you're talking to someone else? Let me she's she's eyeballing the camera. She's fucking sneaky. I see she's her eyeball. Like when I go on TikTok Live. Like, whenever I go on TikTok Live, she'll just be like, what you doing, Mom? Huh? What's going on? Or she'll just start barking. I'm like, you never do this. You don't <laughs> ever do this unless I'm on some sort of video or on a live or something. So, to take it to a to a, a little bit more in-depth place with TikTok. Yeah. What's the most rewarding experience that you've had? Um, I, I love when, because I struggle with mental health issues. Right. And I love it when I can make someone's day better or if they're having a negative day and they saw my video and they're like, you know what? I literally was having one of the worst days and I heard your fucking pew 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 <laughs> and it instantly changed my mood into just being happy. And it's just like, being able to help someone get to that point to themselves to like want to be happy. It's just like, like, I just, it, it makes me so happy when I can make people laugh because I never want someone to go to that dark place. I don't want anyone being in those dark places. Those dark places are scary. I have to say that for me, you break up the, like the algorithm and you break it up in a way that it's, I still feel like you're relatable and yeah. this is not even from the friend perspective. Like you're a very relatable person, but yeah. it's so nice to just have something light sometimes. Because every percent, yeah, you get the heaviness of like this is happening and cancel this one and this is da 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 and politics and and mind you, I'm not saying that what? they don't happen, but <laughs> like all of a sudden it's like hey, guys, <laughs> all of a sudden you pop up, but like you're like the 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 sorbet. To have really right, between fucking, like a fine course yeah. meal, it's like I'm a palate cleanser. You have your palate cleanser. You are my palate cleanser. But, I'm but a palate it cleanser. is. But it's awesome because it's like it kind of reminds you that life's like it's just as simple as listening to a fucking dad joke, and it's like okay, that that, that that's kind of cute, and then you're kind of like you get a smirk, and if you yeah. can get a smirk out of someone, you you've literally just lightened the load on a day, possibly yeah, exactly. a exactly. And if I can, like, help someone, especially this, that's the thing with, like, dark places and, like, those dark thought processes. Like, if they keep spiraling, they get into those darker ones where you're just, like, you cannot see the light out anymore. And it could just be the simplest thing that could set someone off. But it could also be the simplest thing to bring someone back, which is, like, the pew, pew, pew. Or, like, me doing my fucking sassy barista video, being like, oh, my God. People are like, I can go through so many emotions watching these videos, but I always end up laughing, especially because of the bloopers. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm still trying to comprehend sassy bucks. I'm like, what the fuck? Did you go to Starbucks one day and you had a bad experience? Like, what happened? So, so sassy bucks is my um, character of working. I, ne- I worked at, not at Starbucks, but I worked as a barista years ago. Okay. So, have experience of actually being a barista and I was a I hated it like it was literally the most vain existent job because the people 
There are those people that are just absolutely, you cannot please them. Those coffee people. Like, I just, extra hot, fucking 15 ice cubes. Make sure there's foam, <laughs> but only like an inch of foam. There's more than an inch of foam. And you're like, yo, do you like want me to throw this at you? Like, I just, <laughs> it's serious business. It is. It's like that and working in the food industry and just working in customer service in general. It's rough. And then also, excuse me, my experience of going to coffee places in Starbucks because there's there's some people there that you're like, you should probably not be, like myself, not be working here. I feel like the sassy books chronologues is a little bit a mixture of sometimes it's like I relate to it because you have that fucking one coworker that's just tired of everyone's shit but then I also feel like you touch on how half the customers really are which is just fucking cranky pieces of shit <laughs> yeah exactly because you always get those customers no matter what you can do it's always like okay then I'm just gonna be I'm gonna match your energy I'm gonna be a fucking I'm gonna be a twat waffle back to you how do you like that hmm? <laughs> I love those episodes so much. Like, I love them. I, I absolutely love them. I love them more when people duet that fucking, your videos with that. Oh, I know. Uh, that's my favorite. I, I, I fucking how- lo- Like, literally, that makes me so happy. When I when I figured out how to watch all the duets, because I was like, I, where, I can't see them all. And then if you go in the search title and type your name and duet, it shows you everyone's duet that's done a duet with you. And I was like, oh my Lord, there's so many. I was like, this is so amazing. And they're so funny too. <laughs> there's the one person, I forgot who it is. She has blonde hair and she, oh, that's a... I can't think of her name, but that one, when she ends it with like, I'm, I'm so confused. I fucking lost it. So oh my good. God. Such a good fucking, I love it. <laughs> So now that we know kind of the origin of, on the concept and we talked about the great things about popularity on TikTok, what are some of the the worst things that can come from this experience so far? Now, I know that, that that's a double-edged sword. Oh, what's the way to word this? Oh my God. Is it like keeping up with the, the demand at this point? Yeah, like keeping up with the demand of it, but also making sure that your mental health doesn't struggle in the in the process of it. Like you're like, I'm here for you, but I'm also here for myself. The oh balance. my God, you know, like, and there's just days that I don't want to post. And I'm like, you know what? It, it used to be one of those things where I was like, oh my God. But now I'm just like, no, I'm going to post, you know, when I want to post and it is what it is. But like the negative aspect would be that and just like, man, but here's the thing. I webcam for how many fucking years? I've heard anything and everything that I was going to say. Yeah. Say to me, like, people on TikTok are ruthless. People on webcamming are like soulless. Like, when it comes yeah. to, when it comes to fucking making fun of try- or trying to bring someone down. So, like, if I didn't have that experience with the negativity, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd be like, oh my God, this is so intense. Why are people like this? But I'm just like, oh wow. It- it's mostly just keeping up with, the masses of like entertainment process of it and just like making sure you're also keeping yourself authentic while you're doing it. Right. Well, balance is also really important too, because coming out of, if you're coming out of camming, you yeah. kind of got thrown into that You and you don't know the balance for a couple of years. It takes a long time. And now you're in a place where, you know, you're, you're not needing to, you know, sell your soul as willingly. So yeah, yeah the, the balance is that it's a new adaptation, but it, it might be in your favor. So you know, it sounds like it's it's all pretty good positive experience, which is great. Mm-hmm, 100%. Uh, TikTok has been actually a pretty good experience with even just, like, helping me with my own health, mental health, too. Because, like, 
when I was really down and out, like going on TikTok and watching funny videos, I was yeah. that person that was commenting, that would be commenting on my stuff being like, oh my God, this video helped me out so much because I also can relate to those moments where you're laying in bed, not wanting to get out of it because everything is falling apart, crying right. your eyes out, but then you're scrolling through TikTok and you just find a hilarious video and you're like, huh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh my God. Like I can get up and it makes you want to get up and you're like, okay, like actually maybe I should do this. So here's a random one for you. Are you tired of answering questions about your fucking tongue? Because whenever I'm in your fucking live, if I got to hear or see about your damn tongue again. Right? You're like, oh my, no, and that's the thing. Like, I, it doesn't bother me because I, I, I know people are going to ask the question, especially with like the lisp. They're like, oh my God, so you gave yourself a permanent lisp? I'm like, actually. <laughs> actually, <laughs> no, it was worse before, actually, but okay. No, I I, um, I've always had a lisp and a speech impediment. The tongue splitting actually helped. Believe it or not, guys, this is scientific. <laughs> like literally, my mom, when I got my tongue split, she's like, why would you do that? I'm like, I sound better, don't I? She's like, oh, that's not the point. <laughs> that's not the point. <laughs> that's not the point. <laughs> what is the current long-term plan that you have now i know that's probably going to change but what is it currently for you well um i told myself when i get to a certain age Mm -hmm. obviously like because that's the thing with like camming and like even just only fans there's there's a there's a limit there's a a time where i'm gonna hang up my g-string and just evolve into something else and so the evolution for that is uh, like I'm also right now learning how to get into investing and like that Perfect. kind of thing, you know, and, pro- and I also want to get into property management and things like that. So I want to be able to do that because my whole family does that and real estate. Oh, nice. So I want to get into that industry as well, because I know that I'll do really good at that because of the, the, experience i think for having dealing or having dealt with cutthroat people mm-hmm. um with like camming and just even like only fans and just like building up my confidence because that's the one thing about camming and even only fan i won't when i went into camming i was like so didn't have any confidence i i didn't know what i was doing where i was going or who i was gonna be and i mean like the double-edged sword because i also wasn't taking care of my mental health but also it grew me if that makes sense Right. So now, so now it's like you kind of have the proper tools and where you're currently at to kind of navigate this a little bit easier. Yes, exactly. 100%. And even my healing process of like growing as a person in the last like three months, I know for a fact that I can do something else because I was so stuck in my mind that this was the industry that I would have to be in. And for me, that's just not something I wanted to have to do, but it's just something that I felt like was my only option but now that I actually have like confidence in myself I'm like yo I can do fucking anything no but you fucking literally can do anything like you genuinely can like I wouldn't be surprised if you're like hey T I am decided that I am going to be a corn farmer or something yeah like literally it's like I'm getting I'm going off the grid and I'm doing this and not a lot a lot and then I'd be like the best corn farmer ever and, and but not, that's not an, that's not an innuendo of like corn and corn and like people corn like, whatever the fucking song is on tiktok i don't fucking know the kid with the corn <laughs> i don't know um so yeah so that's pretty much the summary that i will and i'm gonna ask the the one question that i feel like will get asked if not asked to me after this is recorded which is 
are you single? Are you dating? Um, I'm right now I am seeing someone and he is pretty, a pretty private person, which is amazing because I myself being so in the public eye right, and being in webcamming for so long, I forget that there are just like average Joes out there. And I don't Mm -hmm. mean he's average in any way. He's amazing, but just like average people that don't know anything about our side of life and our craziness was being online or any of that kind of thought process or any of that kind of stuff. And he's literally just like the most wholesome man I've like ever met. And I'm just like, huh, he doesn't use social media really. What a balance though. Well, that's the thing, right? Yeah. He even asked like, he's like, is this something that you're doing long-term? Like obviously, you know, as wanting to like have something just to like, he, he's he's a, he's a chill guy. He doesn't want a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean in that aspect? And I, I value that. And I was like, well, I told myself by this time frame I was going to get out of this job. And it's funny because, like, he kind of popped up into my life right into that mindset of, like, when I also want to get out of the industry and do all this kind of stuff. It's weird how the universe works with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not even joking you. On In July... I wrote down who I wanted and what my perfect partner would be because that's what my life coach told me to do. Okay. And I felt like I literally wrote it down and I'd like fucking to a T and we were talking the other day and I was like, Oh my God, wait a minute. And I like ran and got my journal and I was like, Oh my God, I like manifested you. (laughs) So you manifested this. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're taking it like slow and I like literally could see myself being with this person for a long time like I feel like he's my person but I also don't want to jinx myself no jinxing no jinxing we just we know that you're dating and you're not fully single and let's just I'm not looking I'm not looking he's he's amazing he's an amazing human being (laughs) there you go ladies and gentlemen she is not looking do not fucking ask me if she's single (laughs) if she's single no she's not (laughs) no she is not I just want to get that out of the fucking way. I wanted to get that on the record. Right? You're like, okay, we're going to do this. Like, this is what it is. Ugh, the the inevitable fucking creep show that comes with it. But it's a single. Oh, my God. Ugh. But <laughs> so we're going to we're going to just kind of wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up in a weird little style of uh, we're just going to ask. Uh, we, we, look, me and my friend. We're, we, so we're, we, we. we're doing the we thing again. We, we. we. Um, so. I'm just going to bring up what would be a hot take topic at the table here, which yeah. is now. And, and I feel like you and I could probably talk about this vividly, but once upon a time back in the day when grandma and other grandma were on the interwebs, um, the goth girl thing really wasn't popular. It was no. really niche. It was really like not it was it was it was very otherworldly otherworldly not trendy and i hate to say that word but i am gonna say that like i gotta say it (laughs) so it's like a catch-22 now like how does it feel kind of seeing a lot more women that i feel like where have you all been my whole fucking life have you been hiding in the shadows I i got bullied and i got fucking ripped apart when I was younger because I used to be this little fucking punk goth kid like I went through so many phases but like that style was never cool like that style was never nothing ever you know what I mean and now I'm just like 
why couldn't you have been around when I was younger and we all could be friends? I know, but that's like now Who are the, you? the re the resources for people shopping, which is very major. Yes, we had, we had what we had fucking Hot Topic. Like that even was the then, I'm just like, yo, like whenever I go into Hot Topic, it's like a nostalgia. I'm like, oh my god, I love this. I'm like, but I'm not. I'm 39. Should I be wearing this? <laughs> not even if you go into Hot Topic the store now, it's mostly like anime, like it the is. Pop shit and not like, how it used to be it used no. to be like so much more there used to i used to go to the army surplus store to get my fucking outfits like my khakis or my army print fucking like capris and everything like i went to like to high extent to find my fucking attire for my goth wear to be different <laughs> to be alternative and now now it's like a fucking it, it is a category in most websites or what have you? What is it? Fashion Nova. I'm pretty sure even has like a category where you can just like find goth esque style stuff, and you're like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> I know. I mean, it's easier to shop now, but I'm also kind of yeah. like, there is a little bit of the gatekeepy part of me that's kind of like, mm-hmm. like but... I know. I'm like, okay, but you know what? I love it. I love that people can express themselves and do it. I mean. It kind of makes me a little bit upset in a sense, just because I got bullied when I was younger. But I'm glad that people have that freedom to express themselves now and they don't have to hide in the bathroom and I agree. like I did. I agree. What I will say is, honey, I walked so you can run. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like literally out your training wheels on your bicycle. Thank you so very much. <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad now because I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'm starting to see women, which by, but like it's, again hard same all of a sudden it's like online hey let's be friends let's be mutuals we're into the same shit I'm like where the fuck have you all been hiding yeah exactly what rock you been all hiding under i needed to maybe i just I need know. to under rocks like what's the fuck man that's like, what we have I, to do yeah if you want to find a goth a cute goth person just look underneath the rock because <laughs> I, I mean like it makes sense you're hiding away from the sun that's true, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I, I do fucking hate the sun I, I literally do I fucking I as much as I like like being in the sun I absolutely despise it too because also it like ages you the sun is bad sun is very bad I mean, I mean it's, it's good, good but it's vitamin bad. d I mean you know not that yeah, kind of vitamin d people wow, wow, wow. down we're, we're talking about the sun d <laughs> sunny d we're just we're talking sunny about sunny d, d. <laughs> like there's a different terminology for sunny d <laughs> uh but it's it's nuts though because I'm starting to feel like you're actually on the tiktok side of things you're you're kind of like the, the kind of like the goth witchy queen for me in a way because i'm like you're the natural it. aesthetic of it so i'm like yes i love that like when people even when i they comment on my makeup on my reddit page like they're like oh my god this gives me like witchy queen vibes i'm like i didn't even mean to go for that vibe okay. but because i have that vibe because i am a witch i love that i'm giving that vibe off <laughs> I love it. I, I, I've always loved your energy. So thank you. I've always loved awesome. you. Aw, we're complimenting each other. You know, also just on a side side note, something just in here. Just it's yep. totally random. So I was like, oh my God, I don't have my period. You know, do, does anybody else do this trick if you're not on fucking certain hormone things where you're like, what? oh my God, my period's late. I'm gonna go get a pregnancy test take it and your body instantly i'm not even joking you will be like negative an hour later blood <laughs> uh, it, it's like a little april fool's joke but literally literally because i was like Wait a minute. i was like I i'm like a few days late i'm like there's no possible way we've only had sex three times and i was like 
Honey, you know how pregnancy works, right? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I wasn't, I wasn't going there, but I was like, wait, I'm not ovulating. And wait a minute, I was like, is this no? Ah, uh, ah! Uh! And then I got crazy death, and I was like, no, I got my period. I'm so terrified of having children that we keep, a, we keep a bunch of spare pregnancy tests in the house because I'm always a regular. So <laughs> it's a fun game I play. You know what? That's the thing. That's why I like, I like. Uh, I'm, I'm, I personally am not going to have kids ever. Just because I just same, don't same. ever want to go through that process. But, like, I don't mind when a fella has a child because, you know, like, once you get to a certain point, you know, like, I'm hoping in that point I can, you know, meet, meet the little one. And then I don't have to deal with the whole, like, birthing process. It scares the shit out of me. That's it. Like, it terrifies me. And, like, I have been pregnant before and I, I lost it. You know what I mean? And I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> Now, wait, I, I don't want to take a morbid subject, but if hold on. Out of all the fucking people I know, you're terrified of giving birth when you have a substantial amount of body modification. Right? Like, I have my tongue split. I've been, I've been suspended off of hooks in my skin and my back three it's, times. It's like gauging your fucking vagina. What, how different is it? Like, right? But that's the thing. Like, you can die. Like, it's, childbirth is so dangerous, too. Like, it, it, I, I value any woman that goes through that process. I'm like, you are goddesses and you are queen. Some of yeah. the, especially the ones that have to go through the pain of, like, being sick all the time. It's like women go through or people go through things that are able to birth a human being. The, the things that we go through, you know what I mean? To bring someone else into life. Women are amazing. Like, we are amazing machines. The, the people that are parents and choose to have kids, I, I envy anybody that knows what they want in general. So I envy a woman who's like, I want a family and I'm willing to, like, provide that with my body and be a fucking superhero and make something. The only thing yeah. I make is fucking diarrhea consistently. <laughs> the only thing I make is a mess in my mind. <laughs> like, like, I am a fucking hazard to myself. But Yeah, you're like, I don't go through my day without having some sort of a mental crisis in my head. I couldn't even be, imagine, like, producing a human. And then, like, I just, I, it make, it's so weird to me. I'm like, and having that thing kick inside of you, I'm like, oh. No, no. That, that no. freaks me out. Like, it's beautiful for other people, but like I, that shit freaks me out. I, even when you see the babies like punching through the stomach sometimes. Oh, it freaks me the fuck. It's, it's like it's, alien. Is it Total Recall? Is it Total Recall when that's like ah? Is it Total Recall? That's what it reminds it me of. Like, yes, yes. I'm like, oh my god, that makes me feel like that's gonna fucking happen. It's either that or fucking alien. It's one of the two that I'm just it's like. I can't remember what movie it is, but it's just like I watched that as a kid, and I was like, I am literally terrified of like anything inside me. It's beautiful. Like it's beautiful for everyone else. It's yeah, just not your alien total recall esque. Right. Energy. It's just not. It's just not your thing, and it's not my thing, and that's no. fine. We'll just adopt all of the animals instead. Like that's the plan. You know what? That's the thing. I, you know, and I, I, I know my place, and I just, I know that I'm the cool aunt. I'm the cool fucking aunt. A hundred percent. Literally, all of my little nieces and nephews, they, whenever they see me, I'm like, yeah, I'm always at the kid table. Like, at any family event, it's like, where's Salem? Over in the kid area. Like, there's, there's no other way than me being over there. I do have, we're probably not going to, listen, I have to have you back on one day and we're going to do, like, a show show. But I have to ask, this is a question that I, I want to know personally, which yeah. is, 
with a name like Salem. Have you ever been to fucking Salem? That's on my like list of places to fucking go because you know uh, COVID. <laughs> well, that didn't COVID help. Kind of shut down the entire world, but. When my parents told me, because my parents are all into ancestry and finding out our background and everything like that, which is really freaking awesome. Right. And so um, my mom and dad found out that I'm a descendant. Well, we all we are we all are a descendant of witches from from Salem. And I was Get like, Get out! I didn't know that. Yeah, and I was like, Are you fucking serious? Ah, table flip. I'm like, Oh my god! Yeah, there's three three. What is it? Great. What would it be? Great, great. Whatever. How many greats it would be. So one of my like great, great, great grandmas was going to be burned at the stake and she got away. And then the other two were going to go to trial and then nothing happened to them. Something okay. like they got away. It was just like, literally one was to be burned at the stake. I was like, yo, <laughs> like, and then they got away. I was like, obviously, cause like we're here. <laughs> I mean, the generational fucking like thing was blocked there, but that's crazy. I was that like, is, is amazing. amazing. I know. I was like, I'm actually a descendant from witches from Salem. I just need to get more information from it. My mom was like, I'll dig it out of the ancestry history thing. And I was like, please do. I would like to know more. Dude, but I, I want to go there so badly. That. You've gone you, there, right? Yeah, you have to go. If oh, you I end know. up if you had to come to the States, you got to let me know, especially Salem. Uh, yeah, know. of course. I'll be like, yo, like, I'm in the States. Let's do something. <laughs> Dude, not I even. I was going to say Salem itself, truthfully, you would have such a fucking good time. I feel like because I'm like a descendant from there, I feel like getting there and being there, I feel like some sort of like magical like shit going to happen. Like I'm just going to reconnect with the earth. I'm going to take my feet and like put them right onto the earth and I'm just going to connect and shit just going to fucking explode even more. (laughs) Well, when it comes to the history of stuff, because we know that I'm the weird history buff friend, but... I will say if you go, mm-hmm. there is an energy there. There because again, there's a lot of current present day, you know, witches and yeah. those shops. I'm not gonna say all of them, but because some of them are a little, mm-hmm, but there mm-hmm. are some that you feel pos- like the energy is very light, very positive, and amazing. But okay, but the other but though is you do have the touristy aspect of it because obviously they got to make their book. 100%. They got to make their bing to the buck, you know? But then you have the other side of it, which is the rich history. And what's crazy, a lot of people will be like, oh, well, you know, technically there there was no real witches in Salem. It's like, yes, they're technically, they're yes, it's like a yes and no. The yeah, actual exactly. history of the, of the Salem witch trials is very fucking interesting because it's actually a really big narrative to what's happening in society daily. No, right? it, it, like if you think about it, one hundred percent. It's really fucked if you think about it. But this event did bring a lot of witches. You you want to talk about fucked up witchcraft? If you look at Europe, the amount of fucking people that were murdered for that around the same time, Salem yeah. is a drop in the bucket of what was happening around the world. Right? Exactly. And like, no, no one's saying anything about that. <laughs> No, but, and I mean, total sidebar, but if you go, please, like, I'm going, I will show you the fucking ropes of where to go. 100%. Like, if I go to Salem, it's gonna, we we need to do that together, because I think it would be a great fucking experience just in general, and a bonding experience, and just a shit show of a laughter of a good time. 
Oh, it would be fucking, it'd be horrible. The ghosts will be like, we're not fucking with these bitches. Yeah, they're like, I'm not coming out for these two because these two, I can't even handle it. I don't even want to deal with it. And I deal with people on a daily fucking basis (laughs) in my underworld, okay? I have people trying to fucking, you know, summon me every single fucking day. And then you two come in here, I'm just going to take a fucking sick day. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like I thought I was supposed to be scaring you and this one's outside naked trying to summon what is this? Like literally like, this is fucking oogie. <laughs> what is this? Why what how why? how can I scare someone who's literally just fucking dancing naked on the like no, okay, we're good. We're gonna pass on that. Thank you so we're very done. much. Yeah, we're done with this. We're done with these two. Um, yeah, exactly. Go to bed. You're done. Go to bed, you're done. You're done. You're done. Uh so wrapping up everything. Um here's here's a question for you this is shit that i wrote down in the last day or two because i feel like these are like everyone's gonna ask you questions as your popularity like gets you know more known so what's your favorite color like oh my god my favorite color i love well black technically isn't a color so like but like (laughs) black and i love green and purple a nice green purple because they're like they're they're complementary colors. I love myself a green and purple. She really I, answered this fucking question. This that was a rhetorical. I, <laughs> I was like, I don't think she's actually asking, but I'm just kind of. Well, now we know. Well, now we know. <laughs> now we know. Now we know what Salem's favorite color is. Okay, and then on occasion, we'll red. I like red too. Like I'm wearing it right now. It's a good color. It is a good color on you too. Thank you. What is some advice that you would offer folks that might want to be a content creator? And I'm only going to apply that to, to the TikTok world on this one. Um, Just don't get so hung up on the views and the likes and don't forget to be yourself. That's the thing with TikTok is like yep. people are so, it's so oversaturated with like the trendy oh God, stuff. Yeah. yeah. That like, I personally, I, I, I scroll past that shit. Like when I hear like a trendy sound, I'm just like, eh. but when I can find someone just being themselves or being hilarious or just even just like having a talk, you know what I mean? I'll stop and I'll watch. And even like, if I see someone with like two views, I'm like, like, you know what I mean? Or like, That's just, awesome. just be yourself and don't get hung up on the comments. Like if you see a negative comment, scroll past it, delete it don't don't engage with it because that's what they're wanting they want you to engage because then you're giving them some of your power you need to conserve your power for your for the good of your sanity and for your tiktok too it's like it's it's like drawing and creating you know there are no wrong ways to draw there are no wrong ways to paint it's all about how you're flowing in your creativity Right. And everything is subjective. And I, and I always talk about even on, on my podcast, my biggest thing that I always talk about is opinions are subjective. So like, even this being like, Hey, there is no black and white right or wrong into how you kind of, I guess, observe and go about the world as long as obviously moral code wise, uh, you know, that's 100%, but like everybody's got a story to write. And that's the thing, like, don't get hung up on somebody else's like, upper part of their journey as you're just starting up your upcoming that's the thing that I had to learn myself too because I'd see people that like were doing so well I'm like oh my god like they're seeing so successful like da 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 and I'm like but that's their journey and that's like you don't know what they went through to get to that point hence like even me going in my journey right now you know I'm at a point where I'm not thinking I'm doing enough for myself but like everybody else is like oh my god you know what I mean like but I'm super grateful where right. I'm at at my point but you just have to remind yourself that you, everybody's got their own journey and it just you can't compare yourself to someone else because there's only one of you 
You're preach, 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 preach. Right? That's what we want to do. Like the 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 odds of you being born in general, like, are like limitless. If you think about that, you're like, oh my god, how many sperm has to be fucking? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the thing. Like, how many sperm blasted out of that ball bag for you to be fucking burnt, <laughs> born? And like, <laughs> the Thanks, vast majority of this universe and how large it is, you know, like it's true. Yeah, it's true. Exactly. And- comparison comparison and comparing yourself to others and treating anyone else like your fucking gauge to where you need to be is literally one of the recipes that we as humans do that a lot of people i think if you start to heal and evolve you start to notice that it is part of a system whether you're at work and you're trying to get that promotion and you're trying to compete in that sense like we have this natural competitive of what we think other people want to see what we think we want to be but the truth is we're all part of like this a various you know version of machines i like when people want to compare themselves to other people and i'm guilty of it too like i've done it especially with social oh, it's media human, nowadays. Dude. it's human like, especially with social media nowadays it's almost like impossible to just be yourself because they're just like oh my yeah. god you need to look like this or like you need to have this filter on or like everybody needs to look like this celebrity but like i read this thing one time not too long ago and I, it made me like tear up a little bit because it was like, how did it go again? It said, the way you look today is your past life lover. Like, so like me looking in the mirror, I'm like, I hate my face, but like in my past life, that was my soulmate. And so in this life, it just like, it, it was just a weird, I don't know if that makes sense, but like, it was such a weird kind of like revelation of like, oh, I need to. So my, me as a person was like my like it was weird. Like, I don't know if I'm describing it perfect. What what you perceive yourself to be is not what someone else is going to perceive yourself to be. Like everybody has a different version of you. Yeah. If you're the villain in one story, if you're the fucking star or starlet in the next one, or if whatever, like just just be you. There's only one of you, and this is something that I had to grow and learn myself. And now I'm just like I don't give a fuck. Like. <laughs> Like, if somebody doesn't like me or somebody doesn't like the way that I look or somebody thinks my forehead is too big, well, then fucking put a four, four red sign on there. Like, I don't care. Like, you know, like, what am I going to do? This is how I was born. Like, I just, I, it is what it is. So is it you and I that both have the big foreheads? Is that Apparently, our real body? You know what I mean? Like, and it's, I, I, here's the thing. Like, you know, when you're younger, it's like the four finger test. I'm like, I still have, it's the forehead. I have a forehead. I'm like, uh, nobody could see this, but like we're, we're both putting <laughs> fingers on our heads. I'm like, oh yeah, honey, I got a big ass forehead. I like, and here's the thing: it's just like it knowledge is power. It's like I don't give a fuck. Am I mastermind? Like who gives this shit? My mastermind. Like, it's it's all that brain power, bro. It needs room. Brain power. Thank you so very much. There's this one girl I can't remember her name on fucking TikTok, but she uh literally will welcome people to like roast her forehead because she has a very large forehead, and she's just like, maybe I know it. <laughs> And she's like a singer with Bella. She has super long nails too. I can't remember her name, but anyways, she's so. Oh, funny. I know, I know exactly who you're you know talking, what I'm talking about. about, right? Yeah. Like pink hair, just fucking, just out there, fucking personality, which I love. But like, it's the some of the shit that people will comment. You're like, yo. <laughs> but if you can take a negative comment and turn it into a positive thing and take that power, then no one has anything against you. Be like, right. yeah, I have a big forehead. Yeah, I have a fucking European nose. Yes, I'm aware of this. Yes, I have a lazy eye. I am aware of these features. Thank you so very much. Well, that's, that's, and that's where it's like, I don't, I don't entertain that energy. That's like, even when I go on TikTok, like I have not posted a negative comment on anything. Like I'm, I'm all for supporting people in general. Like, Just like, 
Right? Like, what makes you think that I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to bully someone, you know, and I've been bullied. That's the thing. Like, that's why, I, like, first of all, I'm not a bully. I would never be a bully. What, what makes you think that's okay to be like, oh, I don't like this video. It's stupid. Like, why do you even need to say that? Like, just scroll past it. Like, the time and effort people <laughs> and people will literally do that on my page. And it's actually kind of funny. Like, there's been people that have been like, oh, my God, this video is so fucking stupid. And I'll comment back. I'm like, you know what? You know, everybody loves fruit. But, you know, if you don't like peaches, you don't like apples, that's fine. I'm still, it is what it is. And sometimes they'll actually turn them around and they'll be like, oh, wow, I'm sorry. I didn't actually think that was, that was actually pretty rude. And you're like, yeah, that was. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't, I don't have the time to sit there and educate people at this no, point. No, not anymore. I used to. But it was like, when you do get those ones that think and like actually realize that like they're being assets, <laughs> you're like, okay, good. You know, maybe we can break a generational curse here. Maybe, but I think a lot of it is just the generational gap too. Not even generational gap. I'm gonna say because it, it it comes in all formats, every every age, Literally. every fucking grid. But Literally. the the kicker though is I feel like if you're somebody who's actually on a road of healing and being fucking happy, you don't even entertain the notion. No, you don't. Of saying then stupid you're shit. Yourself onto the negative wavelengths of them and their frequency. Like if you even acknowledge it and think about it and want to respond to it, then you're you're letting them win in any aspect. That's and that's where I feel like a lot of this is like this is more about you than it is about me. Like it's really about like okay, maybe and I say this all the time, maybe you can't afford therapy and I get that. There's like yeah. I, I understand mental health in America or whatever country you might be in might not be the best. It's fucking terrible. But we give this fucking tool, we give this phone, and we give them access to everyone, and we just project all our feelings to a bunch of fucking strangers, and it's just kind of like, I don't think this is about me. I don't think it's about Salem and her pew pew. No. I don't think it's about that. Thing, like when people are projecting like that and being rude and being mean, it just they come to a realization it has nothing to do about the person that they're projecting it on. It's just like them trying to put their hate upon themselves on something else to deflect from it. Like even just like you know, past abusive relationships that I've been in or relationships that didn't work or like negativity in those relationships. And and I myself have been toxic in relationships too. I am not a perfect person. I definitely have had my fair share of being toxic for sure. But it's when you can become self-aware of it and realize that like right. you are just projecting your inner broken self onto somebody else. And like, that was a big thing I had to learn to do was forgive abusive people in my life and I'm like how do I do that like how do I abuse how do I forgive the person who tried to kill me but I'll take it one step further because you just you just said the whole notion of self-awareness I think yeah. self-awareness is like half of the problem to me I'm at the point in my life where I'm like self-awareness is only going to take you so far I yeah. want to see I want to see a motherfucker be self-aware and practice healing and practice yeah. not being a piece of shit you know yeah exactly it's like also put those words into fucking action like actually be that person that you perceive to fucking be like right words without actions are fucking meaningless Exactly. It doesn't mean and anything. The only person you're letting down internally is yourself. Like, it, it, regardless, like, no one else gives a shit. But at the end of the day, if you're saying those things and not showing up for yourself, the only mm -hmm. person you're going to fuck up is you. <laughs> right. Oh, no one is else is going to care. No one else is going to be like, oh, I'm an amazing. You can perceive all you want on Instagram or in social media, but it, like, at the end of the day, you're the one having to lay in bed and think about your own thoughts and process your own self. So, I mean, if you're not showing up for yourself, 
who are you going to show up for? That's true. This has been Words of Wisdom with Salem. Words of Wisdom with Salem. <laughs> uh, so I'll leave you with one last question, and it's the most fucking important question that you will ever be asked. Oh my god, here we go. Are you ready? Is it about birds? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's about flamingos. No. <laughs> Halloween is coming up. Yes. What costume are you going to be this year? <laughs> this is important fucking groundbreaking information, okay? Listen, I was thinking I kind of wanted to do... I kind of wanted to do, like, a Chucky or a trick okay. or... A trick-or-treat kind of cosplay one. You know? Oh, I love I haven't Sam. decided yet fully, but I was like, I'm thinking maybe Chucky. But not like the sexy Chucky, but like, I, I don't know. Like, I want to do it. Or Tina for Bob's Burger. Because, I mean, like, me, I, I was Tina from fucking Girl. Bob Burger. Yo, Girl. motherfuckers that can't seem, like, go, like, I was Tina. <laughs> the pictures of me from when I was 12 at the fucking Sears photo booth with my goddamn umbrella or my freaking boa, I was Tina. You Tina was literally sick. looked like Tina. As I did. Kid. I did. I had the bangs. I had the yeah. butt cheeks. I had the glasses. Like, yo, I was Tina. <laughs> we have been saying that you need to do that cosplay for the fucking longest. I know. Might have here, to be I've, the Googled, year. I've Googled and I've like looked up the outfits and I'm like, I can't seem to find anything. I have the skirt that I... I have a skirt. I need to find a blue t-shirt. That's the only thing. And that shade of blue is so fucking hard to find, actually. I'm it's like, like baby what? blue. What? You would think it would be somewhere I could find. I went to the stores and everything's either like a bright blue or like just like orange or like autumn colors. And I'm like, where's the blue? Like, where, am I not finding the blue shirt? Is there a no. blue shirt store? You have to do this. I don't care what it takes. I will go online after this fucking recording and find that fucking shirt. I need shirt. to do a Sassy Bucks dresses, Tina. <laughs> you need to do that fucking dance is what you need to do. I ha- and here's the thing. I've done, I'm good at that dance too because I've, I've recorded myself doing some videos on my roller skates doing that fucking dance. And it's like, <laughs> I got the moves. I just need to fucking put the outfit together. And people will be like, oh, they're not even going to be able to tell the difference. I cannot fucking wait. I cannot wait. This is again groundbreaking. I I need to know what you're doing for Halloween. So Breaking are you? What are you gonna do? Shockingly, I'm not big with dressing up when it comes to Halloween because I feel like every every day is already Halloween. That I'm just like, yeah, you're yeah. like I'm already Halloween out. Like uh, every day, it's not even Halloween for me. This is my lifestyle. <laughs> I hate to be that fucking person, but it kind of is. Like, I'm just like, all right. It's my lifestyle, too. But I'm also like, as soon as the pumpkin spice season comes around, that basic bitch in me comes out. Like, like, especially at, like, Bath and Body Works, when their pumpkin smelly stuff comes out. Like, this is marshmallow pumpkin latte scented cream. Like, amazing. Or their vampire blood candles. Like, oh, I have a bunch of those. Oh, oh don't get me wrong. Like, I buy all this shit now, and I have a yeah. closet full of... Yeah, you're like, I have it. Here. I have a plethora. Like, I have a storage to keep my fucking witchy self going all year round. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because then, you know, after fucking October 31st, we don't exist until, you exactly, know... Exactly, right? And then it's August. like, okay, cool. So all the actual, like, lifers are just, like, having to wait until the next fucking season to get home good stuff. <laughs> pretty much it like everyone you know when i go to the store it's like oh my god are you getting ready for halloween it's like that that that's cute yeah you're like that's adorable but no it's just my decor that i'm getting for my house that i keep year round 
Right. Like, I'm like, would you like to see the, 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 the taxidermy on the wall? Did that not give it away? Like, yeah. What, what about me doesn't scream that this is my lifestyle? <laughs> I also feel like it's turning into that. Like a lot of people say that. And it's kind of like, it's not, it's from Return of the Living Dead when it's like, this is not a fucking costume. It's a way of life. But yeah. <laughs> Does it look like a costume to you? Like, come on. That's like people when they look at me and I'm like heavily modified. And it's just like, they they expect me to like, oh, what was it this one guy fucking said to me? I can't even remember. But he's just like, I can't remember what it was, but he's just like, I expected you to be like someone that grew up with like, like went to jail or something like that. I'm like, why? Like Mm. tattoos and things. I'm like, you still think like that? Like, I just, I don't. In this day and age, definitely not. Like, the, 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 the thought process is, like, even being heavily modified. Like, I'm the most, like, or, like, being heavily modified and, like, being a fucking partier. And I'm like, where does that right. correlate? You know what I mean? Because, like, when I was partying, I was absolutely not fucking heavily modified in the slightest. Now that I'm, like, heavily modified, I, like, love myself a Netflix and chill kind of day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when 10 o'clock comes rolling around, I'm like, Ugh. It's a, if that's an old school stereotype, like that's like a, that's like a biker mentality, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, like when they see anyone like biking, it's just like, oh my God, you're trouble. It's like, or you could just, someone just riding a bike. You know what I mean? Like someone could just be like, you know what? I just like leather. You know what I mean? Like, I just like do it. I just like fucking take myself out for a little trail ride. (laughs) Well, this has been an interesting episode to say the least. (laughs) We go all over the place. We knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> I know. I knew it was gonna. It was gonna come to this. I mean, we we actually kept it more structured than I fucking I, thought. Yeah, we I, I'm proud of us. Like I'm, I'm very proud, proud of our ADHD mindsets to like be like because I kind of practice this in my head a little bit. <laughs> same, same. This has been rehearsed in my brain for a while. But yeah, I, this is this has been amazing, and I. I can't wait till the next time you're on to see what the fuck you've even done then, because we all know that you're going right? to progress and that you will have done something fucking crazy or you're going to be Tina. Cause I fucking demand that. That's just my right? own personal request. Oh, 100%. Like uh, evolution, baby. Like Salem evolves and Oh, my light just went out for some reason. As I say, it evolves. The light goes out. Like what kind of like, God, the demon like, said no. Like, anyways, no one can see anyways. Cause it's not even a fucking, it's just audio. But my light just went out. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, I evolved. And I'm glad that you're a part of my life. And you Oh, have I'm glad that we're part of it. From forever. And that's the thing. There's as much negativity came out of like that industry, that's the thing that I can be grateful for is like our friendship. Because without that industry, I, we wouldn't have met each other. That's true. There's so many little nuances that, like, I, I I sit and I'm like, oh, back in the day. And you're, like, one of the gifts that I got out of that. And I always right? say that. Yeah. Right? You're one of my gifts, too. And I'm like, thank you so much Aww, you for giving me her while I went through all this other shit. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, like, same. While I was going through my own fucking trauma, that's cool. It, it was exactly, a parting right? gift. It was my parting like, gift. Yeah, exa- exactly. You were an amazing parting gift to, like, a fucking shit show of a fucking career. <laughs> Uh, again, I thank you so much for coming on and talking about personal shit. I know sometimes it's not easy, especially because I feel like everyone's accustomed to you being like this upbeat, quirky, and life is whatever. But I know that you are, you're an advocate though. That's the thing. Like I've always been a hundred percent 
open and honest about my mental health and everything like that. And like, I've even gotten criticism from past relationships to be like, you shouldn't like, you shouldn't be talking about this kind of stuff. Like what? And I'm like, no, this is the problem. That mentality is like the problem of why so many people with mental health issues don't come forward because it's just that like, don't Mm -hmm. talk about it type shit, move on, just whatever. And it's like, no, if I can be a safe place that gets people to want to get help for themselves. And I, that's the thing that makes me happy too, is when I get those kind of messages where like, when I speak about my mental health, people are like, this makes me feel like I'm not alone. And it makes me feel like I actually have hope. And I can actually go and do something about that. And I'm like, yes, my mental health baddies. (laughs) I genuinely think there's going to be a day and I'm going to like mark my words that you are going to take your platform and you're going to apply it to something in the mental health advocacy. 100% because that's what I even told the guy that I'm seeing right now that I was like, that's one thing I want to make sure I do is I want to be an advocate because I went from the neglect of the childhood you know, a, a, a child, and then like the teenage years, and then the drug addiction years, and then right. sober, and then going through healing and try. It's just so many crazy things that like my life has been through that I can definitely help people through it. Like I, I have that power in me. Right. And you have the fucking platform to do it. So I think you bringing it up is fucking important because sometimes people don't talk about it. And the one thing that I genuinely feel like you're going to fucking accomplish on your bucket list of events of, of life and whatever chapter, yeah. like it's coming. Like I know for, I, I feel it in my soul. Like you're going to do something that ties into mental health and it's going to be like, everything's going to come to the pinnacle of like, this is why I did this. Well, that's the thing. It's like, yes, this is the, my calling. This is like why I went through all this shit. I did this. I did this. I did this to this. And then I can just be yep. that person for people that can't fucking be their own voice. I can't, I can't wait to see you evolve. Oh, oh, can't wait to see you evolve. And I can't I- wait. To I see can't wait either. I can't wait. I'm I so can't impatient. wait. I just didn't leave them on your carriage. <laughs> Again, I thank you so much for hanging out with us. Us as in me and my shadow. Um, <laughs> uh, here at the podcast, I know that this is kind of like, this is this is a one-off for me. This is this is referred to as a, it's not always spooky episode yeah. maybe. And then, we talked about the ghost incident so we did talk about some spooky stuff we did so technically 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 we still are in the we are doing the spooky talk we are doing the spooky talk but yeah. I'm I'm just I'm really happy we got to talk and I cannot wait to see what the fuck you have up your sleeve well I'm gonna wrap up this episode with Salem Salem can you let people know where they can find you you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. My usernames are the same. Salem underscore sinner. Come find me. Come hang out. Have some Come laughs, you. Have a chat. Have a few pews, you know? <laughs> and please watch the fucking Starbucks videos because that's Literally. probably it's probably Literally. the best. Like, you know what? Seen. If you're having a bad day, just watch a sassy barista video, you know? Go through the blooper reels. Like, I have a couple blooper reels up, and let me tell you, those things oh, are you hilarious. I love them. I love the blooper reels. <laughs> when you put it all together, my fucking laugh sounds like a goddamn fucking ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. This has been a great episode. Um, check us whenever I decide to fucking make an episode because I'm a lazy piece of shit. Halloween is coming up and I prioritize everything else but the podcast because <laughs> that's just what I do. 
But as always, I always end it with this, which is make sure you take care of yourself. Make sure you're drinking water. Make sure that you're checking on your mental health and remember that you are worth it. Thank you guys so much. Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.